Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Tired Mummy Podcast, a safe platform where we can openly discuss the highs and lows of parenthood judgment-free. Join me in authentic conversations with mums and dads from across the globe. Let's help each other feel less alone, let's grow and feel better in our parenting skin together. Come join our tribe while we get into some real talk. And don't forget, bring your coffee. Hello, hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Today I'm talking to Tully from the Holistic Parent Podcast. She is a mum of two and her husband and her recently uprooted their lives and moved to Thailand. Tully is a full-time mum. She shares her ups and downs and hacks on mum life over on her Instagram and on her podcast. I discuss with Tully how she became holistic and how she integrates that into her family life. I really love how brutally honest Tully is in all that she shares. We had some good laughs about mum life, and I really hope you enjoy this chat as much as I did. Let's get started. Hello, Tully. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Can you please let the listeners know a little bit about you and what's one piece of parenting advice you wish you'd never listened to? Um, hi, my, I'm Tali. Um, I run the podcast, The Holistic Parent. That's how we met. Um, I have a background in naturopathy and psychology. I am a mum of two now, and we just continue to live a life where we work for ourselves and we travel and we homeschool. I've got the kids with me 24-7. Um, so, yep, that's basically my life. Uh, a piece of parenting advice I wish I'd never listened to. You know, I actually found this question to be a hard one because I'm not surrounded by a lot of people who are imposing their thoughts and advice on me. So I actually don't get a lot or hear a lot. And I don't know, maybe I just give off a vibe of being really stubborn so people don't even try. Um, but if I was to like really try to choose one, 
when my firstborn was a baby, I read an article uh, about African tribal mums and how their babies never cry. I mean, supposedly. And the article said that their babies never cry because whenever they do fast, they just stick a boob in their mouth. And it was just saying that, like, why are Western parents so strict with, like, schedules and regiments? Like, you know, your baby doesn't have to be fussing and whatnot. And so, anyway, I guess I took this really, really seriously. And I started to believe that, like, babies and toddlers should just never cry. And as a result, my firstborn, she she didn't cry. Like, she never fussed or cried. She was never upset for no reason. She was really easy and relaxed. And I, she could communicate anything that she wanted. But then the problem was that I had to go through a process of realizing that she had actually gotten like a little bit spoiled. She was just so used to being like weighted on hand and foot. And I actually had to then intentionally teach her to wait and delay gratification and to get things for herself and to sometimes understand that my needs matter, that like I'm a person and they trump her needs right now. So I don't like so much wish that I had never listened to it because it was all part of the journey but with my second baby I didn't have that belief and so I did just let her stand there like pulling on my leg crying saying that she wanted something and I just had to keep repetitively patiently explaining to her I am cooking dinner right now I know you want to be held when I finish cooking I will hold you and I just do that over and over again and I didn't at all see that as a bad thing she was expressing her feelings I was expressing my feelings there is nothing wrong there but with my first I would literally end up eating like some plain rice cakes for dinner because I thought that I had no choice but to pick her up and hold her and so therefore I just wouldn't make dinner and yeah I'd like I got really thin (laughs) (laughs) I love it there's there's so much advice in that (laughs) yeah so that's probably the one thing that like I um I definitely did really differently and have a different mindset towards now. So you've started your podcast, The Holistic Parent. Have you always had a holistic mindset or is that something that's happened over time? Yeah, and no, I definitely was not raised in a holistic-minded family. My parents were kind of your classic boomers. They just kind of thought that, you know, kids should be hit and they should be submissive and that all children need is like a roof over their head, food, a good education, that's it, job well done. Um, So I I started working through my childhood trauma when I was 21 and I've just literally never stopped. Um, Self-care, like self-improvement, trauma work, they're probably my biggest passions and I don't think that you can do these things without developing a holistic mindset. The, like, I mean, the word, the word holistic it means to consider the whole. So your mind, your body, and your spirit, your emotional health. So it's been a process. Um, I started getting into um, like bodybuilding and meditation at 21. And now a decade later, I'm far more interested in what it means to truly be happy and fulfilled and content. A mother who doesn't pass down trauma and, you know, in a marriage, like a relationship that can stand the test of time, I just never had any good relationship role models. So to me, like in the beginning being holistic, I thought it meant going to the gym. And now 10 years later, that has really changed a lot for me. But um, yeah, it's been a process. (laughs) Yeah, it's always, always a pro. It's an ever evolving thing, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So, with your children, do you have any non negotiables with their health and diet? Um, I, I do and I don't because I do have very strong views and desires, but I also don't believe in 
never being flexible and not being able to adapt and roll with things. Um, so modeling healthy people is probably a really big one. That's definitely non-negotiable. I don't let them spend time with toxic, negative or damaging people. We literally walk away from potential friends or play dates if I don't like the way that the parent or the children are communicating. Um, my husband and I, we put a lot of emphasis on our own behaviors because we know that what we do has a lot more impact than what we tell them to do. So we make sure that they witness us eating well and exercising, journaling and taking deep breaths, um, experiencing our own big emotions and bringing ourselves down from them. And we even make sure that they see us fight and find resolution. So um, I, you know, obviously in my head, like I have a lot of rules and I have a lot of things for them, but I don't verbalize that to them because then I feel like it's made into a thing. So that's really more of a subconscious programming that I attempt to do. <laughs> Um, with physical health, the kids are on vitamin D, fish oil, and iron. Um, we don't take them every day because, again, um, our life is flexible and easy. Yeah. Ideally, I would like them to, but I just don't really remember to. Um, they don't eat gluten. That's a really big one. That is a, a, one of our main rules, and they only rarely have, like, dirty oils. Um, sugar is allowed. We do have sugar, but it's regulated. Um, I just don't want it to become really pedestaled. And I, I don't want them to not not understand. So so some, a babysitter once told Wilder that she had to have proper food before she could have sugar. And she came and asked me about it. And I was like, no, sugar is proper food. And then, um, I, was, and then I had to explain to her that a proper food is like anything edible. And so now she makes a joke that like she's going to eat the table. The table's not a proper food. <laughs> and so I just really don't want sugar to, to be this thing and for her to not know how to regulate herself and feel how it is. Um, so, and she understands that through the gluten thing, it's about brain health. It's not really about um, like her body or anything. And because the um, gluten, like it crosses your blood brain barrier. So that's just a really big one for us. I just really want to protect their brain health. Um, and then probably the only other one is that they're not allowed to just sit in front of a screen and veg out. We, we do have screens in our lives, but I just try to make sure that they're active first in that day. And then, yeah. And then again, I encourage them to regulate themselves and to turn on and off themselves. So good. Um, yeah, the screen, the screen, I've um, struggled with the screen. I've tried not to have any screen before he's two. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But sometimes you just need it. <laughs> Never for long periods of time, but um, it does. It's definitely a tool in a good way and not a, and not a harmful way. Yeah, I've had such a journey with it as well. And I think that we're made to feel like screens are so bad, but I just don't see why they are. It's like, it's like how people of olden days thought that music was so bad. And in the future, are we just going to be like, wow, what was wrong with us? That, you yeah. know, we were those crazy people that were like, rock and roll music's going to ruin your children. Oh, at one point, people thought that cereal was going to ruin children. My nan used to tell me that um, rock and roll music was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you're, you're going to be the crazy grandma that's like, no screens before two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, what lessons have your children taught you? Oh, my goodness. Um, don't even know where to start with this one. Um, <laughs> th there's obviously so many. I probably would never stop if I thought of all of them. Um, they've taught me that 
I can function very, very highly on very, very little sleep. <laughs> I didn't know that about myself before. Um, they've actually taught me that I can be so much more brutal than I thought I could be. I would not have described myself as someone who could snap or have a temper or lose control of my emotions. Um, but yeah, no, that's definitely not true. And also my drive to protect them at all costs is so intense. I have actually kicked another child in the belly before because they were charging at my child to bite her. And I was, I was holding my baby, breastfeeding, and this child who had already been naughty a few times started literally like charging at Wilder with mouth open, like going to bite her. And Wilder doesn't defend herself. She just doesn't. And so I'm standing there holding like a baby on my boob. And so I just put my foot up to try to create like a barrier. But I end up kicking this child in the belly and they, and they go down. And <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a whole thing. I've just got this visual. <laughs> but then you know what, you know what the mother says to, to the, the biting kid? <laughs> she turns and goes, you deserve that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so classy. She's like, okay, I'm walking away right now. <laughs> um, okay, what else have I um, They've taught me that relationships before kids are so much easier. <laughs> and now when I see people who are like so happily married and giving out marriage advice and I'm just kind of like, you need to have some kids. If you have some kids, it's going to push you to your limit. We'll find out whether you're really going to work. A hundred percent. Could not agree more. <laughs> yeah. So true. Um, yeah. They've taught me a lot. Um, oh, we were saying just before that um, I thought that being a full-time mum was going to be really mentally stimulating for me, but it's just not enough. And I'm not ready to, you know, walk away and try to have a whole career, but I just really need to have these few other mental ambitions and drive and just standing in a playground all day watching my kids go up and down slides. Um, I feel like my brain is dying. It's just not enough. It's not enough for me, but I thought it was going to be, and it's not. Yeah, ours the same, but totally, totally get you. It does feel like your brain is dying because you're, yeah. you're just doing so many things on repeat. Yeah, it's like my brain's going to like atrophy or something. It's just, it's just not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have any advice for parents um, that have just started their health conscious slash holistic lifestyle journey? Not really. <laughs> um, it's something that is so big that I just don't know how to even start with one liner advice. Um, I guess if you're starting with like your physical health, um, I would say get educated instead of just doing it on your own or just following social media advice. There's just a lot of diets out there and I don't recommend any of the diets. Like if you just want to be healthy, don't do paleo, keto, vegan, vegetarian, high carb, fat or protein. Like just don't do anything. Just educate yourself on what healthy whole foods are and maybe try to start focusing on how you feel when you eat. Mm. And yeah. But then, see, like, I feel like that, that's so much easier said than done. So, really, I don't, I don't really have great advice. Um, if, it's a, if it's a mental work, if you want to start uh, your mental journey, um, I can recommend some books to start with. So, I, th I thought about this. And there are two books that are quite entry level if you want to start working through your childhood trauma. So, there's How to Do the Work and um, The Mountain is You. 
and also anything by Ryan Holiday. They're pretty easy to digest self-improvement books if you want to get started. Awesome. Yeah. I'll put those in the show notes as well so people can cool. easily find them. Um, now, you are a full-time mum, plus you're doing – you've got two podcasts, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, awesome. What's one piece of advice or tool – other full-time mums that can help them get through the day okay I feel like I'm on a crusade to spread the word that you do not have to be a child slave I don't know if anyone's listening to me though (laughs) because everyone thinks that everyone thinks that they're the exception everyone's like oh that's good for you but that wouldn't work for me and you I'm telling you you do not have to be a child slave you do not have to entertain them you do not have to organize games for them you do not have to help them with every single thing and every single time they want a snack you do not have to stop what you're doing just because they asked for one and like because I I thought that like I was there and I had to learn that that's not true and you're actually not doing your child any good by raising them like that um, using you know using boundaries that are firm but not getting irritated and not snapping at them just repetitively hold your boundary and explain and they will they will eventually get it but only if you are consistent and calm and so many people I know that they say like oh I told them go play independently and it didn't work like that's not going to work for me and it will take time and it will take consistency and you just have to keep doing it and eventually when they realize that nothing they say or do is going to budge you they really do accept it but that takes time So with my kids, in my company, I can cook, clean, do laundry. I can read novels. I can go in the sauna. I can close the bathroom door and have a shower. And they will wait outside for me because we have done all that work. We have done that training. I can even sit there with my laptop and get work done. And I don't have to put a screen on for them. I will just tell them. And I don't set up a game for them or anything. They just sort themselves out. So, of course, I still have tough days. We we still have days where it doesn't really work out so well. And it's really frustrating. And everyone gets frustrated. But if you are a stay-at-home mum, I do recommend making this a part of your lifestyle and a part of your mindset. There is nothing wrong with telling your child that you can't do or be, you know, whatever for them right now, but you will be available in 30 minutes. Um, (laughs) Some some selling places for this, um, RIE books primarily are really good for boundary holding. Um, And The Continuum Concept is a really good book just to understand that Western society is kind of the first society that has become children's slaves and other societies haven't been doing this. And so it's not just a thing. It's not like, oh, I've got a baby. I will never, ever smell good again. But that is not the case because why can every other society do it except for Western parents, you know? So that's just a good way to open your mind and realize that there is an alternate path. So good. Yes. Learning from everyone else. Yeah. That's what the pod is so good about the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. You can take take this and that. um, But, yeah, I think it really will teach your kids boundaries, which is something I was never really taught. So it is difficult for me to implement, but it's I have been inspired by you and it's definitely something I'm going to work on. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Now, such a good chat. I Can you please tell us where our listeners can find you and follow your mum life journey? Um, yeah, so I have kind of just started sharing my mum my journey on Instagram. My Instagram is Tully Family. Um, before, I only shared like when I released the podcast episode, but I started sharing more now. And then uh, my podcast is The Holistic Parent. And then I also have the Parenting Book Club where we read books and talk about books. So you don't have to read the book yourself. You, can, you don't have to read with us. You just 
listen to the podcast. So good because I haven't figured out how to read a book yet with a child. It's hard. It's really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, Tully. Thank you for having me. Loved, loved, loved that chat with Tully. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so grateful that you're here with me every episode. And if this episode resonated with you, please hit the five stars on your podcast app. This helps the podcast be seen by more tired mums and dads just like you. I cannot wait to bring you another episode soon. Take care, everyone, and big love. This tired mummy is signing out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.